Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. Matt's coming. No. When do we start? Welcome back, everyone. Yes, yes, yes. On the eve of so many things. Oh, so much is about. Beware the Ides of March. The Ides of March? That is today. St. Patrick's Day? That is two days from today. By the way, just Ides of March. Good tune. Yeah. Bad day for Julius Caesar. No, he didn't do great. No, no. What would the stabbing? Yeah, that was not a good day for him at all. Yes. What a March 15th. What an interesting date. 315. I don't think the numbers have anything to do with it, but we're on the eve of, or close to the eve of St. Patrick's Day. Well, every month has the Ides, like the 15th of the month is the Ides of that month. Close to the eve of the Snyder Cut. Apparently, and we'll get into well, the news. Yeah, I got it in the news. All right, I'm just Wait. saying, there's things to talk about in the news. And close, also close to the eve of Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's a packed show next week, isn't it? Oh my God, it's going to be a long one. Wow. Settle your ass in for next week because that sucker, like, by design is like, there's just a lot. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's why this week's show is going to be the same. <laughs> I don't know. I think this one's a special one. I think this is a special episode. Oh, it's, it's special as a <laughs> term. This is one of the worst comics we've ever covered. It's certainly. Certainly not good. Amazing. Uh, what do we got going on this week, though? We got the news this week in movie history, sports reports, uh, Batman and Superman in honor of Justice League coming out. What about that one time they created tentacle porn? And they created it. I think they provided an environment for it to occur naturally. Uh, th- this predates tentacle porn by a good while. That was the creation of the 80s. This comic was not. This comic has some serious flaws. <laughs> and your questions. If oh, you want, I got questions. If you want to jump around, there are time codes listed down below. But there's just a hell of a slate of programming lined up for you. So much show you're going to say, how can next week be twice as long? Well, it will It will be. Because <laughs> next week we're talking about a four-hour movie. Oh my, I also think it's like our five-year anniversary. It's an anniversary show. What do you get for five? Is it wood? Is it wood at five years? Yeah, I'll give you some wood. Oh my God. No. No. <laughs> Let's see. Five-year anniversary gift. The traditional gift? It is wood. Hmm. But nowadays, flatware and sapphire jewelry are also considered standard presents with which to commemorate five years together. So I would like some sapphire jewelry or some flatware, no, please. No, yeah, I'll give you a fork and you can go fork yourself. Oh, my lord. There's, uh, oh, this is an, an article from Brides. Uh, a you and I collection, our adventurous personalized keepsake box. We could get one of those. Don't show For a five-year anniversary. Artsy voice print, sound wave wall art. See, that could be... Yeah, you know what yours would be? I know exactly what your um looks See? like because I cut it out every week. I know exactly that wavelength. No one else has to hear it but me. But Oh, you could get a personalized uh, four across, a Connect Four board. It could say Editor's Note Comics on it. This one just says Justin and Casey. <laughs> Great. With a date on it. Let's just move on. Let's move on to the news. Can I get this uh, brass compass with my initials on it? No, you're not getting a compass. Buy a compass or use your phone. I think it has a compass. It does. How about, oh, this is a Pennsylvania-shaped cutting board. I'm from Pennsylvania. You could get me that. Great. It's made out of wood. No, we're, the theme is played now. Oh. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. couple WandaVision stories this week. Go on. Coming out of the end of the show, um, I just this one made me laugh because I'm like, boy, we're just going to take some closing shots at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., it is confirmed that WandaVision introduced the MCU Darkhold, which has been previously seen in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and also Runaways, which I never, I only saw the first episode of. But the book's been used a couple of times. They're like, nope, it's the, this time it's the real one. Was that the one that was missing from the, yeah. the library? The... I'm pretty, I don't think that's been confirmed, but I'm, let's assume it is. All right. I, I enjoy assuming. But I just love that like we just got to take these like closing shots at Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., a show that was mostly fine in its latter half. It was serviceable. <laughs> yeah, it had some, oh, it had some bad, but the last couple seasons weren't awful. But it also feels so comic booky to be like 
this thing popped up somewhere else. That doesn't count because our two offices weren't talking to each other. That's the most comic book thing that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. could do. It'd be like, what? What else are other people doing? I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. Let's say that we're getting ready for the threat of Thanos and then ignore it entirely the next season. Amazing. It just kind of, oh, oh we forgot about that. It was kind of shuffled aside. It was put under, it was, uh, you know, it was in a missed memo at the office. But the one that was the most interesting to me that came out of kind of the um, post-WandaVision world that we now live in is that Jimmy Woo's missing person will be answered. Really? Yeah, the, the message is basically be patient. It actually, It's going to be something. We just don't know what it is yet. I don't want to be patient. I want to know now. <laughs> we might see the world of Westview once again for that person who seemed to have disappeared off the map. Who could it be? That's, it's just such a weird thing that, like, also weird delivery. But it's such a weird thing that Marvel does. We're like, here's one line. Deal with it maybe in a few years. Is it a big deal? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Maybe it was just like, eh, it wasn't really meant to be anything, but people are so like up in arms about it, and it's a loose end that we should probably tie up. So yeah, we'll maybe tie it up someday. I'm sure they had it planned out. But yeah, the answer to that is uh, be patient. I don't want to be patient. Well, you don't have to be that patient, because okay. Marvel's back next week. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think they're going to answer it immediately. The long-running TV series has just turned into a TV series. Yeah. Fine. I'm fine with that. Let it happen. I'm excited for it. Couple of Batman things. Let's do Bat... Oh. Yeah, no, there's that Batman one. I'm going to save that one for the end. Okay. Uh, Batman, the animated series that had a continuation with show writers and someone who used to do the comic book art for the series in the 90s, uh, it's going to continue for a second season. Batman the Adventure Continues Season 2. Whatever, I'm all for it. It's, yeah. it's done by Paul Dini and uh, Alan Burnett. Sure, why not? Like Two of the main dudes on that show, just they get to keep on going, but it's much lower stakes because there's no real budget. Uh, will you get Conroy back? He did voice like a motion comic for for like the first issue. I remember on like DC's Instagram when this started. Uh, the gra- I'm gonna get it when it comes out in graphic novel, which I don't think is until like October. So you know, get ready for when we do that episode. October noted. Well, probably not in October. That's horror comics month. November noted. <laughs> probably. <laughs> That's how it goes. But they're gonna be introducing newer stuff. Like the season two is gonna kick off with the Court of Owls, which is a 2011 kind of big thing like adding a spoke to the wheel of batman i'm like all right great sure who the court of owls who <laughs> but what's his name who the guy playing first <laughs> who yeah that that was the bit i got it great also finally oh okay uh, almost unbelievably um because things got pushed back multiple times due to that pesky coronavirus the batman has actually wrapped it has. Well, I mean, Batman did get coronavirus during the filming of this. <laughs> he did. And also maybe had sex with Catwoman on the hood of the Batmobile. That was a rumor that I don't think we dealt with on the show. Uh, no, that's news to me. I don't know if that's true or not, but if it's true, awesome. I mean, I guess if there was ever a place to do it, <laughs> there was a hood of a vehicle. <laughs> vehicle, you say? Oh, yes, it dun, is. Dun, 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 dun. <sighs> Should I put in the actual clip or just myself? I think just leaving yourself so we don't get copyrighted. (laughs) But, I mean, that movie's like a year late in rapping. But better late than never. I suppose. Like, we'll see. I don't... I imagine it'll probably be pretty seamless, but... Boy, that's wild, though. It's like they got delayed twice from people getting it on set, plus just the general shutdown. Movie had problems, but I got all the faith in the world of it being good. Hopefully. I want it to be good. Yes. (laughs) I guess it's more wishful thinking, but still little side batman news uh hbo announced their slate of projects coming up and we knew about basically all of them except they did announce two new shows for hbo max including batgirl and zatanna i i don't i know batgirl i don't know zatanna uh the batgirl one knew there was a while back like joss whedon was supposed to be writing and directing a batgirl movie that he backed out of or was fired from one of those unclear ones uh zatanna is look she does magic Oh, okay. With a name like Zatanna, I could see that. She wears fishnets. She has a top hat. She has a bow tie. Abracazatana? See what I did there? No, what she does is uh, she can make any spell happen, but she says it backwards. And I swear to God, there is nothing that brings my comics reading to a halt faster than trying to read Zatanna do a spell backwards. My brain does not work that way, and I just have to like do it like letter by letter. I'm like, okay... 
That one. That one. That one. Oh, she was saying stop now. Got it. Okay. Huh. Or something like it's so she it's that it will sound like gibberish, but it's just saying the thing backwards. So it'd be like Juan Potts. Whatever that Pateaus. would be. Potos. Juan <laughs> Sure, whatever you're trying to say. That'd be stop now. Yeah, I just did a thing, but Boy, I hate reading Zatanna comics. I don't. I'm fine with the character. The character's fine, but just that would have freaked me out if I just said one Patoes and you stopped. I'd be like, "Oh, damn, it works." I, I just can't. Maybe I'm Zatanna. I can't read backwards. <laughs> it's a thing. I mean, it's simple way to create like a language that could be like, "Yep, yeah, her superpowers. You can say things backwards and make them happen." But sure, why not do a Zatanna show? I mean, I like I like the character well enough. I just hate reading her. I just hate reading her spells more specifically. <laughs> Like every time there's a Zatanna book, I'm like, oh no! Are you? I'm gonna have to do that backwards reading, and it's gonna take me five minutes. Just so you know what the spell was, you couldn't like use contextual clues to like figure out what yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I could just skip it and be like, blah. like, all right, what what is that? Oh, um, that person's on fire. Yeah, they're yes, they've embalmed themselves. They've em- embalmed <laughs> themselves. Yeah, they're dead. Then yeah. what else is happening? Uh, Marvel had a boo boo. Oh no. Not a big one, but this is more being put out as a cautionary tale if you don't want to know the answer. Uh, Dr. Doom is getting married. Oh, well, good for him. And in the cover art, the bride is wearing a veil that totally covers her face. It's supposed to be a big shock, a big reveal. They just said who it was in the solicits. Oh, oh <laughs> <So>. no. <laughs> I l- Oh, man, I love when solicits really mess up. Like, this is our big secret. And they're like, whoops, Daisy. Here's our big secret that everyone's going to know. Yeah, it's certainly not the first time it's happened, but it's always hilarious when it does. So yeah, if you don't want to know who Dr. Doom is going to marry, don't read your solicits, kids, because it's just, it's right there. Uh, too late, they read the solicits. <laughs> just always hilarious. Ha ha. And then the last bit of news, uh, we got to play a different theme for this one, because, oh, it deserves it. Okay. It's time for this week in Stupid News. What is this? Oh, it's this week in stupid news. This is a new level of lame. We haven't done stupid news in a while. Oh wow, I I do enjoy some <laughs> stupid news from time to time. I talked to this. I mean, that theme is still tucked away in there, ready to be pulled out at any time. Well, I mean, there's no no shortage of stupid news. Oh boy, this one, and I don't even fully understand this, but I think I get it enough. Again. Um, let me remind you, a person is smart, people are dumb, panicky, stupid animals. Yeah, great. Wonderful poll. Thank you. Does it fit this story? I mean, stupid it does, but DC is getting into the NFT market. Well, NFT. What is that? Uh, what's the acronym? I don't actually know what the acronym is, but basically it is, you own a piece of digital art that won't be reproduced anywhere. Let me see. NFT and comics, what it means. It's just art in general, but it is going into the comics market specifically as well non-fungible token ah that was it that was the stupid name yes here's an article on cnn we bought an nft here's what we learned it means nothing it just means that you own a piece of digital artwork yeah i mean this, this is an nft but you're you don't even own it like you're just kind of renting it from a company and it's being done with like a blockchain like bitcoin and all this weird crap and dc has entered into it with Batman black and white statues. Now, the black and white statue line is very popular. It takes kind of high-tier artists, and they create a close 3D representation of what that artist's work actually looks like with Batman. Except now, you can get them digitally and own that for a statue digitally. That's fucking stupid. What do you get out of it? Nothing. Exactly. What a stupid idea. I mean... I feel like the digital crypto market has gone weirdly, like, I've never really, I know that it's a thing, but I've always kind of thought it was dumb, but within, like, the last, like, couple months of, like, NBA hotshot and now NFTs, I'm like, this is extra stupid. I don't like extra stupid. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, if you want to go buy, like, a Darwin Cook Batman black and white statue, hey, you can, digitally, even though the widow doesn't want that, but, hey, what? It's just so stupid. But that is. Are you going to gloss over the fact that the Snyder Cut is getting unbelievable reviews right now? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, right now they were at like seventy five percent of Rotten Tomatoes. But also, I don't really believe early reviews of anything ever. Well, we'll find out on Thursday. We yeah, 
what a weird ass day to I mean, I won't be watching it until Saturday, but. Yeah. Or Friday night. I'll watch it Friday night. The reviews have been overly positive so far, but I'm always skeptical of early stuff because I feel like every reviewer is just trying to get a poll quote. Could be. I mean,. We got a new trailer today. Some like Dark Side. They're like, oh Omega man, Beam, it's so Martian Manhunter. It's so good. It's Snyderific, and they just want that on a poster. Eh. So I never really trust like initial. We'll see. I mean, all indications are this is going to be yeah. I'm good. I'm weirdly hopeful that it will be. Like I feel like there's some goodwill going into it, but on the other hand, Snyder this week was like, hey, if you want to compare this movie to um the irishman because of its length he's like that's okay but also if you want to compare it to the godfather that's fine too i'm like really that's fine it's just fine to say like oh i'm being compared to one of the greatest movies ever made if you want to make that comparison i guess that would be you know okay at best like fuck you well maybe, maybe and we would have some if you watch it, be like wow that was <laughs> sorry that was very godfather like yeah. sorry i got uh aggressive there a little but yeah I, I, yes, that is, I wrote that down, then I forgot to mention it. Yeah, the Snyder Cut is getting uh, overall positive reviews. I tell you what, though, I, I can't wait to see it. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be a time. I think it's going to be better. And what better way to celebrate our five-year anniversary? I know. <laughs> this is like the culmination of everything. I know. I thought about for next week, like I should... Um, Are you getting me a cake? No. Jerk. That I should cut like an intro of like... Do you remember like um, there was like a Superman Returns trailer that was just like... The John Williams theme and like uh, Marlon Brando talking over it's like they could be uh, a a good people, Cal. Like they just need to see it. Blah blah blah. Uh, I mean, it's like and I just overlay it with like clips of me screaming about Justice League. <laughs> you could, or just <laughs> screaming ha- at me. I'd have to go find those clips though, and that's the problem. Well, I mean, you know where to find them. Editorsoutcomics.com. Oh my god! All right, uh, that's it for the news. We're gonna move on from there to this week in movie history slash TV. Slash pop culture. Ashes in a cannon. What? Superhero landing coming up. This week in movie history. 1931. Oh, okay, we're going way back here. This is a biggie. Yeah, step into the way back machine. I did. That's a wow. I haven't heard that phrase in a long time. Yeah. Rear projection was used for the first time in a movie theater in New York City. Really? Rear so just for the movie, not for like a special effect. No, just for the theater-going audience, just projecting it from the back. From the back to the front, in the same way we watch movies today. Yes. I mean, it is. It's almost 100 years. They're so like, it works. <laughs> Keep doing it. So do you know what the like the light was that was like that projected the... It was actually... So it was the same kind of welding stick. It was like an arc welding stick. Like if you open the, contain- like if you open the projector and looked at it, you could go blind. Don't do that. Yeah, no, you don't want to go blind. 1956... John Ford and John Wayne put out one of the greatest westerns of all times, The Searchers. I can't say that I've heard of that movie. Wait, you haven't even heard of it? I can't say that I have. Wow, no. that's a that's just a weird big lapse. Yeah, that's a blind spot in the mirror. Need to fi- need to fill it in. In 1972, you might call it the Justice League of Dramas. In 1972, but The Godfather came out. Wow, that's what they're calling it now. They flipped the script. Because the Snyder Cut's just that good. You can just flip terms on it. Can you? Can you really? Okay. Thank you for clarifying that you cannot actually do that. But a washed up actor, a newcomer that no one believed in, and a washed up director. What could this movie possibly ever be? One of the greatest movies of all time. Damn right. And now Coppola just does wine because it makes him more money. And easier. Oh, 1978, I should say. A sad man walked away on a road. Something about to the, be played out by piano. The Hulk, the Hulk TV show with yes. Lou Ferrigno. Yes, it premiered this week. Da, 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 da. Don't make me angry. <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> and in that first episode, he fought a bear and and won. He did. He threw that bear. <laughs> <laughs> that bear. He won't see that bear no more. It's real weird because it's like Ferrigno is like legitimately fighting a bear. Like he's in the, like they're fighting in a river and like the bear is getting green paint on him and they're like, they're actually going at it. <laughs> he actually, he actually fought a bear. Yeah. And then they like get a stunt one, like a stuffed animal. And they just like catapulted into the sky. But it's like, if you watch that fight, I'm like, no, that bear just has like green paint on him. Like they're actually. The man actually fought a bear. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Don't fight bears. No. It's not worth it. No, it's not. 
1997, it was a big week. 1987. 97. Oh, 97. George Roddenberry, recently deceased, had his ashes shot into space. Wow. They've been on more than a five-year mission. George or Gene? Did I say George? You said George. No, I meant Gene. Okay, I was like, who the hell is George Roddenberry? You know, George. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry, ashes into space. Yeah, but did they make it far enough up that they kept going, or did they, like, the gravity pull it back and they burnt out? I don't know where his ashes are. Space. They're in space. They're somewhere. The final frontier. Yeah, their mission. To boldly go, I mean, Where yeah. ashes have gone before. So, he what What movie was the was it on the same time as Undiscovered Country? It was after that. Which movie was dedicated to him? I thought it was that one. It might... It was between six and seven. I'm not sure when he died. Okay. Because I know he didn't want Star Trek Generations to happen. He's like, Perk, Kirk, Perk. Kirk and Picard will never meet. And then he was dead. And they're like, hey, guess where they met? <laughs> and it was fine. Yeah, it was. I like that movie. You don't. I do. I say it's fine. I didn't say I hate it. I said it's fine. Listen, I've heard a lot of people say it's fine in my life. And really, when people say it's fine, it generally isn't fine. But also this week, Buffy the Vampire Slayer premiered for the first time as a mid-season replacement in 97. Good old Buffy. The less said about the guy who got it all going, probably the better for right now. So we're uh, moving on. Oh, that was easy. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Good show, bad dude. But hopefully not a sex pest. Yeah. Hopefully not. We don't really know. I feel like we're, we've been like, we're just like scraping the line of like, there's just one more horrible story that like hasn't come out. Oh, like, there's always... Uh, 2012 oh hey you read a book i read a book in 2012 yeah or at least you read a book about this movie i think it might be the last book you read no it's not the last book i read but jurassic park it was the hunger games oh the hunger games no that yeah jurassic park was the 90s (laughs) you i'm sorry you thought the last book you might have read was the 90s no yeah 2012 the hunger games came out those were fascinatingly popular for like a red hot minute i do love me some dystopian future they weren't very good like the books weren't Wonderful. I didn't even see all the movies. I saw, I think I saw, I don't know if I saw three of them. I've only seen two. There's four of them. I know. I'm saying what I saw. Which ones did you see? The first two, at least. I might have seen the third, but I'm not positive. I mean, I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking so deeply about it when, like... You read the book. Did you read all the books? I read all the books, yes. There we go. The first book was the best. They didn't get much better progressively after that, to be honest. The second book was more Hunger Games. The third one was... Hunger Games disguised as... I guess something a little different. Yes. Yeah, I I, I missed out on the appeal of these. Didn't do much for me. Do you not like dystopian... I'm fine with dystopian. I just... I don't know. They didn't do much for me. All I kind of have to say on that topic, it was just like, yeah, okay, this is a thing. Sometimes the thing is just a thing. So, from writer-artist Cam Stewart... To Cam Newton, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. All right. Well, I have I have reports to be had. <laughs> Pull that one out of my hand. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking, do you have anything that has to do with Crystal? Like, is there a Crystal... Uh, comic book reference. I mean, you go with Crystal of the Inhumans. Oh, you can go for how about this? From the Crystal of the Inhumans to the COVID Cup Crystal Ball that the Hall Deal Girls basketball team won. No, Crystal's a character, not a crystal. Oh. Nonetheless. <laughs> nevertheless, I should say. Yeah, I'll start with that because you know what? I want to I wanna celebrate the accomplishments of my basketball team. Hoist your own petard. I do want to. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, yeah, my basketball team won the... Central Maine Girls Basketball Championship for Class C and D. So there you go. Have at it. Yay us. It's good. It's good to celebrate your own accomplishments. Well, I'm celebrating the accomplishments of the team living vicariously through myself. <laughs> you stole the trophy. Uh, well, no. I. You're allowed to borrow it for the weekend that you get it. I mean, there's no place to put it. The, the main office was locked, and it doesn't fit in the trophy case. Okay. So I, I wanted to just, you know, have it. Did your cat break it? Nope. Didn't. <laughs> nope. Wouldn't even go near it. Was weirded out by it. Uh, congratulations. Congratulations to all the athletes, assistant coaches, and everyone else involved. I have more championships <laughs> than Brad Stevens, baby. Anyway. I don't know what his college career looked like. Did he have any? No, they, I mean, yeah, they won their conference. I mean, whatever, but still. I have more. Uh, all right, we'll start with NFL free agency started today. The Patriots had a lot of money, and guess what? Bill Belichick brought the Brinks truck to work today. He is. They made 
as of right now, seven different signings on the first day of free agency, including an offensive tackle, Trent Brown. They picked up some big offensive weapons, Johnu Smith, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, all Johnu Smith is a tight end. Aguilar and Bourne, two great receivers from the, the Raiders and the 49ers, respectively. Davin Gottschow, who's a great defensive tackle. Uh, Jalen Mills, Matt Joden. So they've just made a huge impact on day one of free agency, like never before. Plus, they re-signed Cam Newton. They did re-sign Cam Newton, which is like interesting. But these are some big money deals, Wasn't too. Wasn't he bad? I, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't know if he was bad. So much as if he was, I'm just seeing if they've done anything else recently. Because the the going joke right now is, oh, the Patriots Patriots just signed me to free agency as well. See, I, I just don't know if it was that he was bad, or he just didn't have weapons around him, or was a mix of two. Like he was playing pretty good ball, and then got COVID. So like, how much of that? You know, he didn't really have much of an off season with the Patriots. It was a late sign. You know, they missed a lot of in person practices. So I think a full year in the system. Could be something there. Plus, they get a lot back defensively too. That you know, and players that were COVID opt outs. Is he still on like the vet minimum? No, he signed like a. I mean, what was it, fourteen million? So yeah, it's not the vet minimum. Yeah, that's quite a bit more. It's a lot more. So I mean, the Patriots had money and they're spending it, and they still have you know the fifteenth draft pick. So there's still some work to be done there. Maybe they get a young quarterback there and let him season for a season under like that. <laughs> Poor Stidham. Yeah, Jason's uh, not Jason. Jarrett Stidham. You don't even know anymore. Like, what's his fucking name? Well, apparently, apparently it's, it's uh, see you later, adios, sayonara. That's just it's like adios and you, you get to the highest level, and then you're just a guy who sits there going, "Well, maybe they'll call on me." Well, if you're getting paid to sit there, maybe they'll call on me for five or eight million dollars a year. You do it too. I could live lavishly off of that for the rest of my life and be fine. Just get like beat up once a week, get hit by a big football player, and never have to really play in a game. And but nope. So that's kind of the the day one NFL free agency news. The Patriots just buying everybody and everything. So good for them, making huge moves day one. Usually, never something you see out of the Patriots. Real interesting. Obviously, a team that you know Bob Kraft's like spend money. We're not going to go below five hundred again. So you've got that. The Bruins are still playing. Celtics, I haven't really followed the last week. It's been a blur of a week. Uh, oh, and the NCAA tournament. The brackets are out. That starts this Thursday and Friday. I can tell you what happened with the Celtics this week. Uh, they got their asses handed to them by the Nets, really proving that they don't actually have any championship chances. Like, they're not going to get past Philly, and they're not going to get past the Nets. Well, there you go. There you so, have it. Heard it here first on the coaches, <laughs> on the Editor's Note podcast. I mean, they handily beat the Rockets, but I mean, the reality is like the trade deadline is coming up. Danny has said he's hinted that they're not going to use the TPE until the offseason. And I think that probably makes the most sense to try and make a big move afterwards. I mean, like the like if they could somehow get a trade for Bradley Beal, that would obviously be like best possible option. So, yeah, maybe, you know, hold on to your cards a bit longer versus just trying to burn them just for the sake of making a move. I think you're going to get I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what a successful season this year looks like, but I don't see them getting past the second round. Well, making it to the second round. Who knows? They could get hot late. Maybe. I mean, there's still maybe moves to be made. I mean, maybe just getting a couple extra role players because we've also seen time and time again how top-heavy this roster is. Yes. And the immediate fall-off. Like, once you get past, like, the top, like, six-ish players it's just like oh and there's the cliff we've fallen off of so i don't know maybe maybe even just getting a role player is a good thing for the trade deadline i don't know if they'll make any moves um joel Embiid uh got thankfully lucky it looked, he had a nasty ass fall but it looks like it could be an acl thing it's just a bone bruise so he'll be out like maybe three weeks but considering how bad the fall looked yeah incredibly lucky that he's not injured more than he is and the clippers suck that's the thing now. There we go. There's basketball. There. That was it. <laughs> is, that, is that it? Is that it for sports? Yeah, that's it for sports. Spring uh, spring sports will start up here in Maine and like, next what, week. And What of your formerly beloved Red Sox? I haven't really paid attention, <laughs> to be honest. You used to be so into it. Now you're just like, eh, whatever. I know. It's a lot It's a lot of baseball. Though. I don't know anybody on the team, really. I got to... I gotta, maybe, maybe this is a summer to reinvest in them. Maybe not. I've heard mixed reviews about this team. <laughs> You're like, I'm only in it for the championships. That's how I grew up. 
No, I mean, I really followed them actively back in the early 2000s. You did. You were super into baseball for a good long while. Yes. I was just like, man, baseball takes forever. There's a ton of games, and they're long. 162 of them, man. It's a... Oh, God. Baseball. That's a that's an unbelievable... 162 games. I don't think... That's too many. <laughs> that's too many games. Yeah, I mean... Basketball has too many games, and it's half that number. I mean, baseball really starts in, what, late February? So, March... Really, like, February to March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, eight months, eight or nine months. It's like the time that just ate a child, okay? Weird analogy. Well, I mean, right. nine, that's how long it takes to gestate a human child, nine months. Yeah. You and your seltzer. Delicious. Good for you. I do love a good store brand seltzer. I'm, I'm happy for you. There you go. Drink up, because you got some explaining to do here about what, what it is you made me read. So, going into Justice League this week, what would be more appropriate than looking at Batman and Superman, an adventure together? Oh. Uh, you know the best of friends your concept of a batman superman story on point your execution of a batman superman story way off base so let's take a look at world's finest comics it was not fine at all number 289 in jared's reading corner it's jared's reading corner oh boy this one is a doozy a doozy don't that's how I feel, man. We'll look up the credits for this. Let me. Credit. Yeah, the, 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 these people need to be identified. Written by Doug. I never know how to pronounce his name. Doug Mench. Mionch. Mionch. Doug Mionch. Doug. Doug. What did you do, Doug? <laughs> Doug Moninch. And pencils by Adrian Gonzalez. Inks by Sal Trapani. I hate pronouncing names. So then why did you even look up the credit? You can't because, say these poor people's names right. Like Because they deserve to be called out. Oh, yes. There's certainly... Maybe... I, I don't know who's at fault here, so they all deserve it. Look, the gist of the story, World's Finest Comics is made up... It's, it's just a Batman-Superman book. But it starts off with Superman and Batman, both on a little adventure, so they both get a little sad. Batman is stopping one crime... He finds these two thieves, and they're like, what's that behind us? Is it a night bird? No, no, it wasn't a night bird. What the fuck is a night bird? Sorry. I'm, mm. I feel like this <laughs> issue is going to bring things out in me. So I know. I want to try and rein them in. But, I mean, if you've been to any major metropolitan city, guess what? The birds are always kind of there at really any hour of the day. Mm. So, have... Has the writer never been to a major metropolitan city? Maybe have you ever described anything as a night bird? Um, night owl. Like there's a night owl. This is the smallest of things in this issue, but night bird really bugged me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if you're getting nitpicky on that right out of the gate, then it's in not, for a wild ride. It's not a night bird. It's Batman, and he's stopping these two pickpockets, and he takes them out with one punch and one kick. Yes. Only to turn around to see a mugging happening. Oh, no. A distraction. <laughs> but he can't stop the mugging because the guy just gets shot. Yeah. He and dies. He's, and he's like, no. Well, it's not just that the mugging happens. And then he turns around and the two guys that he thought he knocked out also just got up and ran away. It's a really bad night at the office for <laughs> so, Batsy. So Batman falls to his knees. And just He does the Vader. No. He's, can't. No. Yeah. Me- meanwhile, like, they're like, oh, that's a bad night for Batman. Superman's bad day was just like, I saved some people from a rock falling on them. Yeah, there was an avalanche, and he stopped it, and they're like, thanks, Superman. We're never alone with you around. He's, and his and he's internal like, monologue is like, I'm always alone. Nobody nobody understands. Nobody knows. <laughs> one is the loneliest number. And there's only one last son of Krypton, baby. Uh, so Batman goes back to the Batcave, and he's real sad. And, and then just Superman just shows up like, I... I've, I felt that you were not feeling up to snuff, Batman. Like, you needed somebody to talk to. Yeah, and look, let's praise this comic for what it is, this like, 70s comic, which gets real woke. Superman, yeah, he says to Batman, he's like, I telepathically felt that you were in pain, and I'm in pain too. And let's go be in solitude together. So not solitude, by the way. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> um, and let's talk about our feelings. Unburden yourself in the to fortress me. of solitude. I'm, and I'm reading this. I'm like, 
this is my nightmare scenario. <laughs> Someone goes up to me, they're like, let's go be alone and unburden our feelings. Yeah. Like, this can Zach. go to hell and die. Zach, I, I hear that you're you're having a rough go of it, champ. No, wanna, I'm not. I'm do you want to talk? No. Let's hop in the car and go for a ride. <laughs> no, I don't want to do any of those things. You can enjoy some solitude with me. <laughs> don't, don't tell me your feelings and I won't tell you mine. I didn't know you had feelings, Zach. Exactly. <laughs> You autonomous being. <laughs> but I'm like, oh my god, this is this is a nightmare. So they up in the Fortress of Solitude, which apparently has some like random trinkets in it. Yeah. And it, then we both get like their sad backstory. Like My parents are dead. <laughs> Superman's like, Well, everyone in my planet is dead. But you had a nice childhood. But they like they they shake hands, they embrace Well no, it's not even that. I this is a line that really bugged me. Was it the one about being naked? That's <laughs> um, one of them, but Superman's like, yeah, my entire planet said, and yes, the Kents, they raised me and they were good, but my real parents are dead. And if I was like the Kents off and like having to be like, fuck you, yeah, you I mean, piece we, of shit. Took your alien ass I'm sorry, in. you are real parents? <laughs> you suck. Yeah. I mean, we took your <laughs> E.T. having ass in. We didn't know what you, you could have killed us. What you the could, hell? Yeah, that's a real low, bro, real low blow there, Kent. Yeah, they're just having these weird conversations. Cal L, you can be better than that. They're unburdening themselves. Their word, not mine. And Superman keeps on saying all this stuff. He's like, you know, these last few months, I feel like we've really been getting closer. And we just, we complement each other so well. Like a glove fitted on a hand. And they have like an uncomfortably long handshake, which they even mentioned. It's straight up erotic. <laughs> What, two guys can't share their feelings, Zach? They can't, you know... Not this much. They can't have a good cry? <laughs> they haven't cried. They haven't cried yet. They'll get there, but... I mean, it's just these, like, deeply intimate, like, probing conversations that no one has. Have you ever watched The Real World or The Bachelor? These things happen. Well, speaking... Did you see that The Real World is gonna... They're gonna re reunite the original Real World, Real World cast? It's already back. Have you watched any episodes yet? I didn't see the old one. I'm not seeing the new one. Oh, so you don't really care about when things get real? No. Okay, just checking. But because they're broing out so hard together, it attracts a comet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, talk about moving heaven and earth and having a gravitational pull. It's weird looking comet that like... It's a spaceship. Spaceship. It's like Superman says, like, it's the rusted out hood of a spaceship, pretty much. And it comes crashing right outside the Fortress of Solitude. Which, like, Superman's like, I'm going to catch it and make it not hit the Earth so hard. Yeah, good for him. And Batman's like, it'll just make a small crater. But he breaks up and makes a lot of more smaller craters. And what emerges from this comet slash spaceship? Little tentacly creatures. A pile of dicks. The krill. <laughs> a pile of dicks just krill. pours out. And you're looking or at it. Or is it krill or kree? Kree. Krill. Krill. But you're just looking at it like, that's a, that's a visual. <laughs> that's, uh, you know, it's like that little, like, tube of, like, liquidy stuff that, like, is like a, like the fi the finger trap. I don't even know what the it's purpose a, of that toy is. It's a fleshy finger trap? Great. I didn't say that specifically. But they're like, oh my god, they died. So they bring them inside the Fortress of Solitude, and they just got frozen because it's the North Pole. Yeah. They reanimate. Is it really the Fortress of Solitude, though, if there are multiple people there? Like there's no, like you said, no solitude. They have some omissions that uh, encapsulate Batman and Superman. Really? You read it. Don't... Well, no. Oh, 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 boy. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Somebody was texting about The Bachelor. Bachelor season finale is on tonight. Great. Anyway. But these omissions that the little tentacles Emit. have. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they knock out Batman and Superman, and they awaken only to find um, a bunch of space lasers pointed at them that they took from the Fortress of Solitude and are floating in midair. So then they but, get Brainiac's ray out. This scene really does nothing. This is just, you know, they point lasers at Batman and Superman. They break the guns. It's fine. And then Batman talks to the aliens as another comet is coming down. Yeah, there's more aliens to be had. Yeah, but different kinds. And they're like, hey, we come from... A race of people that decided to uh, prolong their lives until they eventually turned themselves into robots. But becoming robots took away all emotion, so we're here just to get emotion. And you guys were having so much emotion. <laughs> there was so much emotion. You, you attracted. You had us these robots to you. and this giant brain and like a little vat of sodium salicylate or whatever. 
And then Superman, like there's this other comic coming down. He's like, I'm going to destroy it. And Batman with their telepathic link. He's like, no, Superman, it'll be just like when Krypton exploded. So he doesn't kill it. Yeah, because like these are these are living animals. These are living creatures. And this other symbiotic tentacle comes out, except this tentacle has a big hole in the middle of it. And well, they they do what tentacles do. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we absorbed your emotion, and now we need to spread your emotion we- into these other tentacles with big holes in them. And look, going back to the fifties, there was this whole thing about um, were comics destroying our youth? Frederick Wortham wrote that book, like Seduction of the Innocent. They bring all these comic companies to court. And like one of their examples was, you know, this is an explicit thing. Like you see a giraffe's head going through a cage and that's clearly like a penis going into a vagina. And they're like, what are you talking? It's just, it's a funny gag because it's a tall head through a little cage. Yes. Like fat man in a little coat. It's that same joke. Fat man in a little coat. Well, they just should have waited a little while to show them this page because there's not much in the way of metaphor. The tentacles are entering each other. Oh my god! And literally, like they see him going like in and out until like they fully get in there, like fully. I'm looking <laughs> at the Superman tentacles again. You don't have to. It's horrific. Oh god! But then they decide that there's too much emotion there, and that they can't bring them back to their overlords because they won't be able to handle this much bromance. Oh, if you go on Pinterest, there's a whole thing of Superman. Just looking it up, uh, Batman, Superman, tentacles. Gross. So instead of going back to their creators where they'll spread too much emotion, they live and they die. So all the tentacles literally have an orgy in front of Batman and Superman, and they think it's so beautiful that they cry. Yes, they have a good they have a good tear over it. And then the, the line near the end, they lived so they could die. <laughs> I mean, oh boy. I mean, it's not like I'm even like, I'm not making like leaps and bounds here. Like the dialogue in there, like the narration is saying that it's intimate. They're saying that it's a mating ritual. It's not even mad. I mean, look at that. <laughs> it's straight up. Oh, God. Yeah. No, I read it. I didn't need to see that again. Wow. Yes. This one is upsetting. <laughs> it's so terrible. What it's is not this? good? They lived only to die. As they cry over this orgy they've witnessed. Uh, and by the way, they turned to dust. They they turned to ash. Can I just read the end of it? Sure. Glowing with the returned auras of emotion, the two men weep, then turn and embrace over the ashes of feeling the dust of sacrifice. Here it is, warm. Outside it is bitterly cold. Perhaps no one else on any world would understand. It, there are some... And by the way, it was an hour. The The tentacle foray lasted an hour. <laughs> I don't even remember that detail. That's amazing. So they stood there in the middle of the, uh, like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, After a brief hour of feeling and a briefer time of beauty. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. So they were just, like, at the North Pole, standing outside for an hour, watched tentacles go into each other until they finished in a moment of beauty and then died immediately thereafter. But here's oh, the here's the thing. God. It's not the first time that Doug Monich Meowch. Meowch has written a weird story about this. Apparently there was a time where he wrote about the Wanderers. I don't know. In is. Wanderers number twelve in nineteen eighty eight, they're sent to a planet to investigate a problem with the population of the planet. You see, the populate the planet was made of dinosaurs, and they were dying out for some reason that had not begun evolving into birds. So the population looks like it might die off entirely. There's a radioactive fog killing the designers. One member of the team, Aviax, had the ability to shapeshift into different birds. He and the wanderers were immune to the radiation, so he came up with a weird plan. Can you see where this is going? I assume they do it. <laughs> he he morphs this guy here with the, the loincloth. I don't recognize this comic. Is this like a smaller press book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, thanks I for think that. Maybe. I don't know. I don't recognize the Wanderers. Um, but as you can uh, you can see here, he morphs into a dinosaur. Oh, my God. That is weird dinosaur sex I didn't need in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. I'm so glad I read that. Uh, it's a DC comic, the new format, Wanderers. And here's the cover. He's gently caressing this oh, dinosaur. Please stop. Okay. Well, that's our Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, Justice League, the Zack Snyder cut. 
It's in IMAX for some reason. Looks like it's a uh, preview. Who's that floating head? Is he? I have no idea what this book is. This doesn't sound familiar at all. It's a, a group of superheroes during the Legion of Superheroes time. Oh, yeah, that would explain why I don't know it. Yeah. In the year 3000. Yeah, but, you know, so this guy, Doug. Ouch! He's got, he's got a thing for interspecies mating. Gross. This is one of the worst comics I've ever read. Uh, uh, apparently, we haven't read this Wanderers comic yet either. I don't. I've been aware of it. I've never read it before this week. It was not good. I think my life was better for having not read it. My life was better for not having read it either. I. You know what? It will stay with you. It is definitely in that category of like. You're so. What if you're the artist? It, like, it's not so bad. It's good. It's just so bad. It's like what the fuck? Like you're you're the artist at you know at. Uh, at DC, and they're like, "All right, here's your assignment. You're gonna work with uh, with Doug here. Uh, apparently, he's written about some uh, some tentacle sex. <laughs> they anybody? Need, uh, they uh, need to be inserted into each anybody other at to the make edit story Anybody work. at the editor's desk here? You know, hey, we need uh, some you know, artist that's gonna draw Batman and Superman crying. Oh, that sounds great. What's well, gonna cause him to cry? Oh, you're not gonna believe us until you actually read the the outline but for this comic. What's wild is <laughs> everything. They already looked like severed dicks. And then they're like, also, here's another species that they need to go inside of. I'm like, we have crossed so many lines in this book. Why did you add the second species? I don't. Why did they need the big hole that needs to be, you need to crawl up inside of? Like, oh my God, what is this? I don't have answers. I wish I did, but I don't. Oh boy, this is, this is grade A terrible. It's, yeah, it's of all the crap we've read, this is some of it. This is one of the worst. This might have the crown as the worst comic we've ever read. I'd have to look back at what we've done, but I think this is... It's in the top five. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it's up there. It's uh, it's no good. No, it's not good at all. <sighs> all right. I almost just hit the stop button. <laughs> we have one segment left. I was like, that's enough. Yeah, that's more than enough. We don't even have to answer any questions. There's just too many. No, no. We have to answer. All right. Well, because we do. Time for letters to the editors. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. If you want to ask us your own questions, you can write them in. Editors.comics at gmail.com. This is the most presumptuous segment of the show that I thought of them like a beat in like week number one. Like people, of course, will want to write into us. Like I Here we are five years <laughs> later, though, still answering I regret, questions. I regret creating this segment. Not that like listener questions is an invention. It wasn't like the first one, but but you can also like retire a segment. You don't have to do the segment uh, every week. I don't like... know. It stresses me out. That's why we introduce like the game things. Yeah. So there's other things <laughs> to, we could to, do to milk this bath. Five years into the show's run, we've got to come up with some other ideas. I think I've evolved the show nicely. Yes, but I mean, there's still you know. I'm looking at this. I know what the question is. All right. Well, what's the question? Yeah, write us your own questions. Editors at comics at gmail You can write us somebody else's questions. I don't care. If you had to spend quarantine with a superhero... Well, that's right. It's been one year since the quarantine started. Who would it be? I think it'd be cool to hang out with Tony Stark. He'd be inventing all kinds of cool things to make life like more entertaining. I always feel like I'd go to Tony Stark. Vision would be kind of a cool superhero to hang out with during quarantine. He could phase out, go get things. He'd, you know, He'd be immune to the virus. Yeah, it's one of those things like, would you just want to be with Kitty Pride? Like, would her, if she could just like phase you out of a thing, could she also like phase a disease out of you? Uh, yeah. I don't think her power has ever been used in that way, but like, could she just be like, I mean, if you're going out in public, just knock down your culpability, just be like, and we're phased. Yeah. I think the Flash would be a fun one because he would just never get it. Yeah. You just or like... really anyone with speed powers, like, because it's all that, like, oh, you need to be, you know, within, potentially within contact for more than 15 minutes or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you hear different things. He's just like, no, nah, not in contact that long. Nope. And also, I could just vibrate it off. Interesting phraseology. The Human Torch might be a good one too for that same reason. I know there's. Yeah. Um, I don't think the heat ever, aspect to it. Well, there's, I don't think there's ever been an aspect of him getting sick. But I know, I bet he probably doesn't get sick because he could just heat his body up. I know there was um, an issue saying that he basically doesn't shower or brush his teeth because he just. Heats himself up and he What burns. about Reed Richards? He's a doctor. Well, he can he, figure it out. It, he didn't let me finish my Johnny huh? Storm story. He just heats up and burns off like all the plaque on his teeth and all the microbes on his oh. body. So he never showers or brushes his teeth. It's got to be hell on his skin, like a soothing aloe balm or something. Reed Richards would, I mean, he's a doctor. He could, you know, solve. He could, <laughs> he's th- one of those comic doctors where you're just, you're good at everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's, 
you know, synthesize a serum. That's what they do in the comics. Yeah, I think those are a good couple. Yeah, it's good answers right there. Straight up. <laughs> Short segment. Yes, as well it should be. Well, how long has the show been going? It'll, yeah, good enough. <laughs> good enough. It's gone on long enough that we've discussed some things that we don't want to discuss, but we had to anyway. Hey, considering there wasn't a Wanda, um, yeah, Wanda, that's true. WandaVision well, segment this week. We're, we're saving well. our energy. We're pacing ourselves for next week's show. Should we do it early? Like how early? Like a Saturday or a Sunday. Can't Saturday, maybe Sunday. Sunday might work. And then we just get it out early because... I mean, this is what we've been building to. Yeah, that's good. Maybe <laughs> we've been building to this show for yeah. five years. We'll we'll take a look at sun. Yeah, maybe Sunday we can have like a celebration. It's a celebration. And I'll see if I cut together that intro. That'd be hilarious to me, but I would have to find all the clips. Well, you've also got till Sunday to do it now. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it could be a good people, Cal, it, or whatever the hell the line is. They could be a great people. Well, uh, yeah, that sounds better. They could be all right, Cal. Yeah, yeah these people, who who knows? <laughs> you know, I Cal, mean, you hang out with these people long enough, you might see some tentacle porn happen. I mean, they might be mildly irritating, but yeah. overall, they're fine, I guess. Yeah, they're generally, you know, don't talk to this guy named Zach about people. He'll tell you they all suck. <laughs> you imagine if you had to, like, play the part of Brando, like your floating head, like, I hate people. <laughs> well, uh, sometimes he goes on the internet and gets mildly annoyed at people tweeting support for the Snyder Cut. Well, guess what? <laughs> Don't mildly irritate him. It will, uh, you know, it's just going to send him over the edge. Well, you're you're always over the edge. <laughs> you're always mildly irritated. It's because I've been reading Snyder Cut. Uh, well, pretty soon you're going to watch it. Anyway, if you, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Whatever it, be, it is, it's going to be a it's, thing. It's there. Can't wait. Anyway, if you enjoyed the show, go to uh, patreon.com slash editorsnotecomics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day it comes out. This week, it's a special treat. We're a day early. Last week, we were a day late. Uh, so no, it balances out. Now you forced me to do it tonight. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> now you can watch. The, you, the rest of your week is free. I've opened I've opened horizons for you. Tuesday basketball, Wednesday basketball, Thursday Snyder Cup, Friday basketball, and Falcon and Winter Soldier. See, I did Saturday, you, who knows? I did you a favor. Who knows what Saturday I brings. did you a favor. You don't even have to. I mean, you do, because we just said that when we record the show, if you have the dollar Patreon, you yeah, get it. Everything's yeah. on the website, editorsnotecomics.com. I'm just going to stay on that website forever. And you're on Twitter. At Junior Rich. And you can also find Zach on Twitter at Editors Note Comics. Yeah. Where what? you can mildly annoy him. <laughs> Sometimes I tweet a thing. Sometimes I don't. Yes. Sometimes I'll drink and tweet a thing. I feel like that's more often than not. And then the next day I'll wake up and I'll go, never mind, and I'll delete it. Yeah, but guess what? It's been out there. It's there. People can screenshot it. It's been there for 16 cancel, hours. Cancel Zach. I never tweeted anything bad. No, because your wife tells you not to. Well, no. I, you craft long diatribes, and then you say, should I tweet this or or Facebook this? And Emily goes, no, and you delete it. But you got it out of your system. No, what usually ends up happening is it's like usually just be be like too effusive to like a comic writer or artist or something like, oh my God, I love this. And then I look at it later. I'm like, this is needy and weird. Delete it. Yeah. And now they like look at it like, oh, he like complimented me. Then he deleted his compliment. What a jerk. <laughs> What's this weirdo doing? <laughs> Deleting compliments. That's what he's doing. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. Oh my God. I can't believe it's happening. Yes. Snyder cut next week. <laughs> and Captain, whatever, Captain Falcon and... Winter Soldier. Close enough. Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't know. Captain, Hey, Captain Falcon. Well, I just mostly know him from Smash Brothers, but still. Oh, wow. Falcon Punch. Deep pull. <laughs>